0: Welcome to Any Way You Want It. I'm your host, Halen McDuff. I'm an LA-based coach for women who want to create lives based on desire. Here on the show, we like to have real conversations about sex, relationships, and life. Through talks with everyday people, experts, friends, and everything in between, I give you a plethora of options different relationship models, new mindsets, perspectives, and paradigms. Listen for what sounds interesting to you and follow that. This is just the beginning of you having a life designed entirely from the specificity of your desire. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Any Way You Want It. This is your hostess, Kaylin McDuff. And I hope that as you're listening to this, you are looking at my brand new podcast cover with me as just an absolute goddess on the front, oozing uh, pleasure and sex and truth and desire and um, all the things. Um, And I'm really, I'm really excited about this new era of my podcast and just the reinvention and the new energy and everything that's like coming through since I said, like, I got to switch things up. And um, so today I have um, like I just a really fun guest. Like I'm just, I just noticed in my body, I just feel very uh, bubbly right now and very giddy. Uh, so I am going to be having a little chat today with my friend Rinsha Balani. Hi, Rinsha.
1: Hi, Kaylin.
0: So yes. excited to be here, especially in
1: this rebrand, and excited for the juiciness that's coming. Oh my gosh!
0: Yes, I am here for it. <laughs> um, and so as you have seen in the title of this episode, we are here to talk about uh how to find a dom okay and um i'm sure we'll probably talk about many things today but that's really the focus of this conversation um that i'm going to be having with rincha so like spoiler alert rincha has a desire to find a dom (laughs) (laughs) don't you rincha (laughs) i really huh i really do Oh, my God. Okay. And y'all know that when I like when I can feel a woman's desire like this, like, I just want to back this all damn day. You know, like backing desire is just like, it is literally just one of my favorite things in the world. And when there's one that feels like this one, actually, you know, it feels very juicy, but it's also very tender and it's very multidimensional. Yeah. So we're going to get into that with Rinsha. And um, I also just I want to say that this is like um, I Rinsha had reached out to me and um, shared this desire and like it was like, hey, you know, are you open to sort of supporting me with this? And then I just was feeling like, wow, this is so in line with what I want to be doing on my podcast. Like right. I realize I have all these just normal conversations in the world. Um, And I could just actually be having them and then recording them. Like, I don't need, you know, I don't need to like have anything here that's contrived. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, I'm just going to be having the conversations I'm having. And then I think that they are full of gold. Yep. So, um, and then the second piece is that I get a lot of questions about um, finding a dom and playing in the, the DS world. Um, which if you're like, what does that even mean? We're talking about dominance and submission, uh, which is really just an energetic that you can play with, uh, you know, in the bedroom and in a variety of places. So I get a lot of questions about that because people know of my experience in this realm. Um, and so I was like, Oh, I should, actually record you know an episode about this you know I think it'd be a great resource and I could get to back a sister in the meantime like hello (laughs) so I know this is a very long intro but um let me slow down for a moment and I just want to before we jump in I want to share sort of who Rincha is so Rinsha lives in LA and I originally know her via my friend, um, Amy Batuski, who I know a lot of my listeners also know. And, um, Rinsha. Rinsha is the embodiment of like, uh, juiciness and approval and expression and like fucking messiness. And uh, deep unconditional love. You know, this woman is like um, just such a, such an expansive energy. Like in any room that she walks into, she's an intimacy coach, uh, and she's been doing that for a few years now, and has gone through quite a personal transformation. <laughs> like. We could spend a whole multiple episodes talking about that. There are multiple podcasts on the internet, I'm sure, that we can refer you to if you're interested. Um, And right now, y'all, she's coaching, she's sex coaching a 70 year old couple. I'm dead. (laughs) Oh my goodness. In the whole world. What is happening, Rinsha? This is so amazing. Yeah, it's just sex is my favorite
1: thing to teach about because it's been my biggest learning portal and yeah. so all the Amina
0: all the Amina oh my gosh this is uh like what a lucky couple uh for them like that they found
1: you yeah definitely divine on all ends I'm learning so much and so grateful to be able to support them in something we don't we don't have a lot of support for in the world
0: yeah totally yeah. I love that so um, you know, for all my listeners out there, this conversation is like uh, we're just gonna have a conversation. Like it's this isn't really like an interview. This is just like hey, we're just gonna shoot the shit and talk <laughs> about Rich's desire for a dom, and she's gonna probably ask me questions. I'll probably ask her questions. We'll just uh, we'll just see how it rolls. And uh, my hope is that it gives you a, a look, sort of a peek into like what it's like to hold a desire that 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 is this big. And also, if you're curious about the DS, you know, dominance and submission world, that you get to learn a little bit about that too. Okay, so Rinsha, uh, just let's just go right in there. Tell hey. me about your desire to find a dom. <laughs> okay.
1: Um. Wow. The desire that i has has been a whisper for a long time that I'm finally just really clear is that is is right here is right here for me to take action on, and I have a desire to
2: learn how to be submissive, mm-hmm. and I want to do it in a way that feels safe mm-hmm. and grounded and I feel held.
1: And I haven't found that out in the regular world yet. In -hmm. fact, it came from a big complaint of mine. I noticed I was complaining that all the men that I have sex with, I'm holding and I'm teaching and I'm doing all these things. And I'm like, I, when can I be submissive? Why do I always have to be the teacher? And when I slowed down enough, I heard. I'm not willing to be any other way. I really have a tight grip on being the dominant one and feeling safe that way and and controlling all my experiences. And that's something I do in life, too.
0: Oh, (laughs) my God.
1: God. I mean, I'm sure everyone listening can definitely relate.
0: Oh, yeah. This is just like, yeah, really. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say also, you know, I and I haven't shared this anywhere else yet. So listeners, you're the first ones to hear this. But um, I'm really opening up my heart to love again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I want a beautiful relationship in which I can submit to my partner. Mm-hmm. And that just feels so out of range right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I want... Yeah practice i want the experience i want the pleasure of it
2: yeah Um, yeah i want it
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh this is such a um such a brave beautiful admission truly to like um you know because i i don't think a lot of people get to a place with their control patterns where they're actually like oh I see how this is not serving me you know it's a really big deal to be like oh my god oh like the ego debt of just like fuck I can't keep doing this like this yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so um Oh, I so relate to this one, mm-hmm. you know, at the at the point when I start kind of like um started a journey as a submissive. Um, you know, I just left New York and my corporate job and just like all these places where I just I just was like controlling mm-hmm. every aspect of my life. And um I had a friend who uh she had started going down this path and I saw the shifts in her and I was like, holy shit.
2: I see her softness. Fuck, I want that. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. This control thing that you have in sex. And and in intimacy, um, like what's hot about that for you? What do you like? What because there's a kink there, right? And for yes. my listeners, y'all know, I'm <laughs> like, if you're doing something a lot, your spirit fucking loves that shit. Oh, for sure. Oh my god, I I love being the
1: one that like is is quote unquote superior. Oh, like, I love yeah. having the power. I love being able to allow a man to experience being submissive because that's usually what ends up happening. I love watching him go out of control, uh-huh. and I am the one who who creates that experience.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: I also love love knowing what I mean. I love knowing what's happening in my whole life. <laughs> oh so, yeah. If I'm if I'm the dom in the situation energetically or if we're actually creating it out loud, it's like I know every part of what's to come. And that feels good for my ego as well as it creates safety. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm safe because I'm making this happen. Like, even if I want like a man to pull my hair or spank my ass, it's because I'm saying it and it's coming through me. And that yeah. just that feels so good.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let me tell you uh just how to do it. Yeah. And and this is, you know, I will say this is a tricky thing because what what people don't realize on the outside is that um part of being a great submissive is setting your dom up to win. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So it is about, like, oh, yeah, like, I do enjoy hair pulling and, you know, I enjoy these things. But there's a there's a nuance here, which is that, like, you communicate all of these things and all of your desires. Right. And then you fucking let go. Yeah. Wow. There's something
1: I just realized in what you just said that I really want to share. Yeah. I love the pleasure that I get to receive in holding the more dominant energy. Mm. And I love the pleasure that I get to also give. But what I've realized is that there is more pleasure accessible if I can just surrender. Oh, girl. (laughs) Mm.
0: Like, there's a whole, there is a whole world that's yeah. available that you're like I don't even know I didn't even know that that existed yeah there's a whole there's a whole world okay love this
1: I'm curious oh, yeah tell, tell me you. what your. I mean just going right into it what yeah what biggest well, takeaways were from having your experience
0: yeah I mean And I'll give everyone just like slight context here. So I was in a um, a DS relationship, like that was the full intention of the relationship. I was also his girlfriend, but our primary our primary channel really was that I was his submissive, he was my dom. And this was not a like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be with this person for the rest of my life kind of relationship. It was a very clear container of like, this is what I'm opting into for my growth. And yeah. And so now, and that was a few, you know, number of years back. Um, and like the biggest, the biggest thing that I got from that, that time, that period of time was really the consciousness to be able to put my ego to the side and surrender Mm because in this in this relationship right i was surrendering to this man but in my life now it's like i'm surrendered to god at the deepest level like every day that is my practice to follow the truth
2: mm-hmm. and to have full approval for
0: every moment. And so there was just that it's like I got the embodiment mm-hmm. of surrender cuz surrender is one of those concepts where you're like okay, like my brain knows what that is. But until you actually hold the embodiment of surrender like you hold those codes in your body it's like it's really just a conversation but you're not you know it's a it's a mind concept i like got the fucking embodiment of whole ultimate surrender wow and the that is just the gift that keeps on that you know, keeps on giving um and I think the other thing I want to say is that I just got so much approval for my shadows, my darkness, for like the heat that's available there i just I just played with all the parts of me, and you know one of the things that I learned is that I like um I really get off on humiliation. You know? You know this about me. Yep. Um I love being humiliated and I also love humiliation, like humiliating others. Mm. And um the reason why is uh because through that practice, it's like I got to go down with all of my biggest fears about myself. Mm. Right? Like I'm like an ungrateful, selfish little bitch. Right? I got to feel the energy of all of these things, right? Of all these fears. Mm. And I got to feel the energy of that in my body, go all the way down with that, really let it take me down energetically. And then just be like, wow, like, it's not so bad down here. <laughs> it feels kind of good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, wow, rolling around in the mud. Who knew? And then it's like when you realize like, oh, wait, I could go into my deepest, darkest, worst fears and I could still make it out alive and then be like somehow like turned on. What's like such a mind bug? Yeah, the playing with that. And and so that's still my practice today of, of really looking at like, you know what am I fucking scared of My, the recent one that I've been playing with is like that I'm a worthless piece of shit mm-hmm. right and that's why I just ran a container called worthless now so fun. but the I started playing with all of that as a submissive for the first time
1: wow wow thank you Caitlin mm-hmm. and I'm really hearing it's like you're, you're taking this part of you that most of us just really just hide. It's like the part oh, wow. you never fucking see the light of day. And you're like, nope, I'm bringing her out. She's going to see the sun and then we're going to go back together into the dungeon. And I'm going to give her space. And wow, I can just feel in my body the opening there. of of really just a new level of approval for all parts of yourself Mm -hmm. and that then it has a real world effect of like when things happen you're connected you're like okay this is the next part to explore there's no like secrecy hiding shame and if it is there you're turned on
0: about it (laughs) yeah i'm just like and truly in and anything that I create in my life like I created like a, a morning of compression this morning you know like where I was like I'm oh, running around and then I got home kind of last minute and like as it was like walking in the door I was like wow what do I love about this shit this mm-hmm. great you know like, yeah <laughs> fully full spectrum orgasmic pleasurable like no matter what mm-hmm. I love that. And then you actually have a chance of like transmuting that and creating something different. But if there is no approval, like you're sunk. That is why people like, you know, they set these like punishing New Year's resolutions. And then they're in a shame hole like a week later. And it's like, why is this not working? It's like, because you don't have approval for where you are.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, Yeah. Uh, oh, oh my God! So I just I love this for you.
1: You know, I live in a constant cycle, and like no matter how much personal development I do, right? It's like shame and guilt and torturing myself is such a default. Mm-hmm. I'm humiliated,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I really want to have rightness with all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh. And also, like, you know, there there's a part of me that loves the idea of humiliation play and violation play mm-hmm. and just really alchemizing all of that and doing it in a way that that feels good.
0: Yes, totally. It, there is really something medicinal that happens when you just fully opt in to that. That is, like, the other misconception about DS play in the world is, like, people just see, like, oh, like, a woman is getting whipped. Like, what the? That's so fucked up. But it's like, no, no, no. She wanted it. She fully opted in. They're in an agreement. And this is hot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. yeah. So. (sighs) Oh, yeah. I just. uh I see so much here for you. What do you want um, like when you think about the kind of dom that you would like to play with? Mm -hmm. What's your desire in it?
2: Oh. Well, the very
1: first place I go to is sexually, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's that's what we know and Definitely, I desire to, like, learn how to be submissive sexually to man Mm -hmm. and um, to just give up control Mm -hmm. and experience that in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, what's opening up for me in this conversation is also, like, I want experiences of a dom in, like, everyday life like he was edgier i'm like oh my gosh like uh like a (laughs) a dummy in the afternoon outside of the bedroom kind of way and Mm -hmm. and really be submissive in that way too oh my gosh like just just full ego annihilation please and thank you oh my
0: god ego annihilation okay love this i um Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The
1: thing I was going to say is like my, my range. I feel like I also want to, again, it's like the pleasure thing. It's like, I want to expand my capacity for having pleasure and I, and being able to, to let go of control and be taken out of control. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I've kind of reached a having this level in sex. It's like, okay, nothing really fulfills me anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry for something else. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, and that's something else you can't get from, like, um, just from the same place from which you have created everything that you have. And let's be clear, everything you've created has been a total
1: breakthrough. Oh, surely. If you told Arinsha two years ago that I was going to have, like, eight lovers at the same time having sex with all of them, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't have believed you I've been like
0: what no way yeah totally yeah so it's just like um there's always another you know place to look yeah um okay so I'm really hearing that you want to learn like so you want to be with a dom who's like really willing to be um, a masterful teacher for you who actually would get off on Being with you, given that you're like, okay, I don't have experience in this realm, and I'm super willing. So I hear that, and I love the practice of like everyday life dom. That desire, Um, yeah, it feels like there'd be a lot of juice for you there. And then this just like expanding your capacity for for pleasure, and 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 inside of that, uh, I really hear a desire for someone. Who is a steady holder? Like who is like rock solid, like unshakable, steady presence, clarity. Yes. Um, just rock, rock solid. I hear. Yeah. That. Yeah. When well, wow, yes. Okay, this is great. Um, the everyday life thing, I just have to say, like, i you know i wasn't basically in a full-time ds relationship and so of course you know everyday life got to be incorporated incorporated and um one of the practices that he had me like he would basically look at like okay where do where do i want to grow and what are the places where he saw for me to grow
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um and uh you know this was at a time where I was just on, like, I was in my coaching practice, but I was literally like on Zoom all day. Mm. Like, if like I quit my corporate job and then I just like replaced it with just like being on Zoom all day. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, wow, this is completely unsustainable and unmanageable. And I'm like, but it's fine. I have a lot of clients. And I was like, no. So, literally, for like a month straight, he, um, he asked that I would find time to connect with him for 30 minutes on the phone during the middle of my work day. <laughs>
2: my goodness.
0: <laughs> and this sounds maybe silly, like, uh, but I was so confronted by this. I yeah. was like, what do you want me to do? Like move this meeting with a potential client? I can't do that. I can't, you know. Oh, my God, Rinsha. I (laughs) alcoholic to me really, really. Like, literally, I was so addicted to my busyness that 30 minutes of connection with this man who I was in love with felt so challenging. Mm -hmm. And he just knew the exact spots to have me practice. You know, and initially I was just like so like annoyed so pissed about it quite honestly and he was just
2: steady he was like okay you will you
0: will work through this i know and i did right and i started to get free around my schedule because of that i was like oh it's actually way like pleasurable i mean this all sounds so basic but like you gotta remember the caitlin at that time she was uh she was a workaholic yeah. So, yeah, love the uh, everyday life stuff. Is there anything you can feel like it would just be fun or a breakthrough to be dommed around in your everyday life? Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> so work for sure. I also am so addicted to my busyness and I love going fast and just having it all happen and, and, and feeling successful in that, that I don't slow down. Yeah. So bad. And also my sleep is absolute chaos.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like I don't actually have a regimented sleep schedule. I go to bed whenever it's not sustainable at all for me. Yeah. And they just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And I can even feel like in these things, I like have a little bit of a breath energy. I'm like, whatever. I'm fine. It's okay. Leave me alone. Like even without the dom in the picture. (laughs) uh-huh
0: oh yes. my gosh
2: <laughs> uh-uh.
0: yeah. yes that is beautiful yeah I love it I mean you know it can be um being in a ds relationship and being really willing to surrender in these spots like it can just be um an extra source of accountability you know, someone from the outside might be like, well, why the fuck do you need like a dom to like make you go on a sleep schedule? And it's like, you don't. And that would just be fun. But yeah, exactly. You know, there's I think there's like a level of, yeah, just responsibility and being like, okay, you know, ultimately I'm taking responsibility for this. Yeah. I'm not going to put this on someone. And I'm like, wait, what would just be hot and fun as like a new idea to try? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And also
1: there are so many areas in my life that I like where the shame and guilt comes up. Right. It's like I'm not yeah. doing things correctly. I'm not doing them as yeah. else. I think it runs my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's like I, I want a dynamic and I can't really feel or picture what this would look like. But I want a dynamic where that plays out that I get to. Feel that shame and guilt that comes up in everyday life, mm-hmm. and and actually be with it and write it in and let it be pleasurable and yeah, and, and to you the the ickiness of it.
0: Totally, totally. Well, and you know, if you find an experience dumb, I mean, my my experience was that actually, um, I really did go into the like, teach me, role, you know. And I was like, I'm totally willing. And there, yeah, were all these little spots that would come up. And um, I just really saw where it's like, I haven't been willing in the past to be open to the wisdom that men want to give me. Oh, God. You know, it's like they they just have a certain level. Not all men. Right. Men that I trust. Right. Have like a certain level of sight. And just they just are built differently energetically, and they can just see things. And so, I really let myself go into this like, okay, like teach me mode. And that that's humiliating, but oh my god, such a relief to be like, I'm just actually going to be a student here and receive your wisdom because you want me to
2: win. Wow. Yeah. The big one. I can feel that in through you. Okay, should we talk
0: about like you at like finding a dom like some of the like practical parts about yeah, this see
1: so Kaelin, I, how in the world
0: find a dom? <laughs> oh my god i went you know me Rensha. i'm I i'm very Fair. um i'm a manifester yeah. Yeah. so when i want something i'm just like okay how do i create the energetic field for this so I literally called my DS teacher, Om Rupani, and I'm like, hey, um, can you, like, basically, like, can you bring this workshop to Los Angeles? And then I will just recruit a bunch of people to come to the workshop. And then, like, maybe I'll find a dom. Oh, my God. Literally, God, in the matter. I cannot. He was like, I was like, how many people do you need to, like, make it worth it? He's like 20. But ideally it'd be 40. I was like, okay, I will get 40 people enrolled in this thing. And uh there were 40 people at this workshop. Oh. Incredible.
1: Talk about a woman backing herself in her own desire. Yeah, I was just like,
0: okay, I'm just clear. I'm just doing it. It's great. Um, and then funny enough, um, this my Dom that I ended up uh being with for, I don't know, about nine months or so. Uh, he was already in my community, but he Mm -hmm. saw my desire for DS through Mm -hmm. like how much I held with this event, you know, Mm -hmm. he was like, oh, okay. Caitlin is like getting lit over this. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should ask her to do a scene, you know, and then sort of the rest is history from there. Um, but it was, it was just like, oh, I just created the conditions to be in the energetic of it so that i'm like whoa that's wild and you know you don't have to do that um and i get a lot of questions from women like how do i find a dom so i'm gonna like give you the um there's different there's a few different things i think there's two different conversations there's the like practical literally where do i go to connect with these people and then the like what do i look for how do i screen them yeah two questions so, and it all has to start, which you've already done, but it's like you got to start with like getting clear on your desire, you know? Uh cuz that will ultimately obviously impact who you call in on an energetic level. So, even for you, like we started to flesh this out and I would have you just like even get sit with it, feel into it, you know, s- journal about it cuz that just like stokes the flames as you know. Um but there are okay so you obviously you you are probably on field right or you know about field. i know about field recently deleted it but okay yes so i mean look there's a lot of places right obviously there's like all the online dating apps uh which you find someone on one of those but it's that's gonna require you to like flip through and do a lot of vetting not that it's impossible so, if I were you, I would just narrow it down to field and FET life and in person events. Right? These three things. Um, I would create a profile that's like very clear about what your desire is. Um, and uh, be as specific as possible because, like, people really respond to specificity in general, but especially on those particular platforms. Um, and if for my listeners, if you're not familiar, like you can just Google Field F-E-E-L-D. It's an app that is, I don't know how to describe it. It's for like open relating and DS play and kink and just all alternative, alternative love, I would say. And then Fetlife is for the kink community. And it's very antiquated and very hard to navigate, but there's nothing, like it's just, it is just the place where people go. It's so annoying. Uh, do you have a FetLife profile already? I literally just set up my
1: account a week ago, but I haven't actually put anything. That that's okay. where we got stopped.
0: <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. So I would just like you know put up some sex, like some take pictures, some sexy photos, some, you know what, like whatever feels true for you. you know, write something thoughtful, um, and. I and the thing is is like there's going to be no shortage of doms who approach you. And like most of them are well, that's not fair. Um I I think it's just like there there aren't that many that have like true training. And so you just have to be freaking careful. There's just a lot of people out there that are like, I think doing this practice unconsciously. Unconsciously. Yeah. Because it's a word we use a lot. Yeah, totally. Dominating. Yeah,
1: totally. It's It's, conceptualize of it.
0: Yeah. It's like I dated a guy a number of years back that like was like, yeah, like Dom, whatever. And I just remember being like, dude, no, you have literally zero training. Like this is not, you're not a Dom. Stop it.
2: So,
1: so um yeah go I, ahead
2: yeah,
1: I'm gonna yeah um I feel like so I so I know about fat Life, made the account but haven't actually gone through with it and I'm like what's stopping me and I think it's this little like chicken or the egg thing where it's like okay I want a dom that mm-hmm. um can hold me so that I can learn how to go out of control and trust men mm-hmm. and at the same time don't currently trust men as a whole, and so yeah. how am I supposed to find one that
0: I trust enough to hold me as a dog? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to say it's totally fair for you to not trust dudes on the internet who are saying that I like I'm a dog. Yeah. Like, you know, any day of the week, I'd be like, that's, that's probably not- like a reasonable thing to not yeah. trust. Yes. So, um. So yeah, so I would, so I think it's like, you just have to have total rightness with like, I'm going to have a vetting process and I might feel like I'm being insane, but I'm doing this for my own safety and like beyond even like physical safety, it's like you're doing it for um, spiritual cleanliness. Yeah. Because you don't want anybody with stink ass energy. and There's plenty of people out there. So like, give yourself permission to be very picky great. and very discriminating. And if you get pushback from any of these doms, like I would just be like, fuck you, bye. Got because they, they're they not it. Like they actually, like a great dom would understand that you need to vet people in order to feel safe. And that at the end, right, you can say like, hey, I'm vetting people so that I can fully let go and Mm -hmm. trust. But there's going to be a process. I'm not just this. It's such a gift to give your submission to someone. So I like anybody that gives you pushback or is like, well, you're not being a submissive. I would just delete, block, move on. Do not. and, And I don't think you would. But for anyone out there who would be tempted to fall for that bullshit. No. We're not doing that. Not at all. Um and so so yeah I think it's just like you know obviously like start your profiles right and you can like on field you'll swipe through and just like start chatting with people and I would get straight to it in these conversations cuz you're going to have to have a few <laughs> like you know I wouldn't be surprised if you needed to talk to like 20 doms or people who say they're doms in order to find like one. Who is in, in t- integrity? Okay, um but I would just start. uh Don't you know? It doesn't have to feel like an interview, but it's also like, dude, you gotta vet them before you get into a whole like, well, what's your favorite kink and this and that? You know, there's it's no like, point in having conversations if they're not. No, I'm just like, I would not be willing to even talk about that stuff. It's like you can see what's on my profile, but hey, like, tell me about your philosophy as a dom yeah and like that that's also part of the vetting it's like that's how they respond is right is everything everything yeah yeah so like tell me about your philosophy as a dom what do you value in a ds relationship um what are the ways that you've been trained right or like how have you learned and grown in your sexuality and if they're, like, being weird about that, I'm like, no, they're done. And I do, I don't know. I haven't seen a dom out there that that is great that doesn't have training. And they may, they. I'm willing to be wrong. <laughs> if you find him, bring him to me and I will <laughs> fucking bet him, Rainshaw. But I mean, <laughs> like... I have yet to meet somebody who is an amazing Dom and has zero training. Yeah. Um, One other thing I might ask them is like, have you ever played the submissive role? Mm. Because part of being a great Dom is being a great submissive. Yeah. So I, um, I like, I actually have stepped into a space recently where I'm like, oh, I love doming and like, I have a desire to like dom women and, you know, all these things. But that only came to me, you know, after having significant experience being a submissive. Yeah. Because you understand who you're holding and you understand right.
1: what's in their space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that I would also ask them about that. Um, And so, yeah, really get clear on just, like, just, you know, some of these, like, baseline values and training and, like, oh, how do you set up scenes? That one question will tell you everything you fucking need to know. If they are not having a conversation with you about your desires and your boundaries, then, like, if that never is something that they bring up, I would just not even mess with them. You know? Um, yeah. So you can learn so much just through like a few questions. Perfect. Um, and, and honestly, um, I use, if I do a scene, I use what's called like a preferences and consent form. And um, I received that from my teacher, but you know, you can go like, there's, there's examples. They're probably not as good as this one, but there's examples I'm sure you can find on the internet. So like my bar would be like, do they use something like this to have conversations about desires and boundaries? You know, it's almost like a checklist of like, Mm -hmm. oh, flogging, humiliation play, et cetera. Like, what do you like? Um, And then I would also ask about like, How um, in a scene? How do you communicate? How do you like to communicate with your submissive? Mm. How are they attuned to intensity? Mm. Right. So something that I ask of anyone who's doming me is that they use a numbers system. So if they're spanking me, right, it's one to ten, and I'm telling, I've told them I'm willing to go up to a seven. So every time they're spanking me, I'm like, five, six, three, seven, three, two, eight. Oh, God. OK, what do we do if we go over the threshold? Right. It's like there, you, there's a lot of safety conversations you have to have. And so it's like I, I would be unattached to the form of what that looks like. But make sure you feel really good about the level of communication they're willing to have. You know, because a scene is not just like, oh, we're just talking about it ahead of time. And then we're just going to go on in. It's like, no, 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 no. There needs to be a, a safe word. There needs to be um, a way you can communicate. Like if if you need them to slow down or like modify the pressure, you're going to have all these conversations. And so if they're just like not generating that in the conversation. Then I would be like, OK, thank you. Seems like we're not aligned. Either they're, they have awareness there or they don't. Mm-hmm. And you're never, you don't want to teach them. And no, that's literally like, the whole point. Like that's literally the whole point of this. So it's just like, yeah. that's not like, we're not doing now. If I, for me, like if I found a dom that had some skill and like, just was lacking a few of these tools, I might be actually willing to be like, Oh, I'm going to give you a few pieces. Because I'm like at that point in my journey where I'm like, oh, no, no, I know. But I'm like, as a new sub, you don't want to be in that position, you know? And and quite frankly, I'm like, even as I say that, I'm like, but I really want to be in that position. Probably not, you know? Okay. So Great. those are vetting questions. How does that land? It's it, it lands really well. It feels really good
1: because now I feel like I have concrete like questions that I get to go in, in immediately to just feel things out, feel their yeah. energy. Um, it's also reminding me, and I, I think I go into this a lot anytime I think about DS, even though I, I understand it in an intellectual level. It's like, yeah. anytime I think of DS, I, I kind of, I, I make myself inferior. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, sub equals inferior. Oh my God. Okay. I, I just feel that in my energy, right? And so I'm like, oh, I have to like, I have to like placate, or like I don't actually picture and feel myself holding that energy of like, okay, this is what I need, that Mm -hmm. I get to stand firmly.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. It actually is driven by me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is going to be such a reprogram for you because truly, I believe, like, being uh, being in the submissive role or the surrendered state, like, that is the exalted role. Mm -hmm. It is so amazing. And? There is a lot that has to be in place to create the conditions for you to be able to do that. Yeah. So, and you don't have to apologize, you know, and it's it's just like, dude, it's so funny. I get, like, I'm not really, uh like, you know, looking for a dom right now. I get messages here and there on vet life, and it is just hilarious. I am just like, bro, oh, my God, this is your opening line? <laughs> like, okay.
2: Um, so all right, let's just like hmm, take a deep breath. Um,
0: I think I just want to give you one like, now that you have the vetting thing, you can use that anywhere. Yeah. And then I just want to give you a few quick ideas for like, okay, where in addition to just having these profiles and kind of like passively being in these spaces. Um, something that you could look for in Los Angeles—I'm sure they exist—are um, like kink meetups. So, if you go on to FetLife and go under events, you get you can see like all the events, and they have these things called um sloshes and munches. Okay, I hate the language; it's very weird. Sloshes and munches. It's basically like a kink meetup either with food or beverage, okay? I'm like, I don't know who came up with this language, (laughs) but it is really dirty people. But that's okay because I'm dirty too. You know, it's like, whatevs. But uh, in any case, um, those meetups are places where you, like, you know, kinksters will just go to connect with people. And, right, you know, it's like... Can it be like any event, right? It's it's so random and you may connect with people, you might not, but it's good practice. I think to just go to an environment like that and just share your desire. Mm. Just practice speaking it into the world. Yeah. You know, so yeah, there's like a, there's a slosh actually that um, Angel and I go to up here in Santa Barbara, like it's once a month, you know? Mm. And it's just like, we just have a fun time sort of just being in the energy of kink and like talking to random people. And, you know, you just never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. So that's one possibility, right? You might meet some doms there and then be able to like vet them. Um, But you might also just meet people who are like, Oh wait, I know someone who's looking for a sub or whatever. Yeah. So that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, And it also sounds like a great,
1: a great idea to just be in that energy more too yeah just
0: like yeah just practice being like i'm a kinky bitch and like here's what i desire <laughs> you know you can just let yourself like have that um so yeah i think that's great so, you know so i i never ended up going to any of those in la but i know they exist um Okay, then there's one other thing on FetLife you can do, which is to post a classified ad. Ooh, okay. Okay. Now this will be opening up a whole can of worms. Okay. You <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> like I um I did this once um when I was looking for a uh submissive, like a, a male submissive. Hey. And, oh, got hundreds of responses, literally. Um, But you can basically just um write up a little classified, you know, and be like, hey, you know, here's what I'm looking for. Here's my desire. I would be very specific. Um, And then I would just actually write out some application questions on the ad and say, like, if you would like, you know, to explore this with me please answer these questions and send them to me in a message. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you know, and make the questions like uh, every detail that you actually care about, because then if someone is willing to go through all of that, right, it tells you something and you also collect valuable information. Yeah. So. It, um, you know, for me, I ended up doing that, created a whole application process. And then I actually, like, interviewed some people in person. Mm. And, you know, they were interviewing to be my submissive. So, like, uh, it's a little bit different in terms of the dynamic. I don't know that you would want to say, like, I'm going to interview doms. I think the energy of that gets wonky. But, like, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to have some conversations with the ones that feel aligned. You know, yeah. and in a sea of 100 or 200 applicants, like you might only have a few that actually feel aligned. But it, that could be a fun project if you feel turned on about it. I, I do, actually. <laughs> like, that feels
1: It's a way to lower my vigilance from the beginning, especially because this is a new thing. Yeah, totally. And just funnel people in, have information as I begin talking to them. And it, it feels like it creates safety for me to do it that way.
0: Yeah, it's it's great honestly. Um, you know, you know, you never know, right? Cuz Cause, cause there are I think there are good people on Fetlife. It's just like you just have to find them through the sea of like you know, people who are not the energy that you would be looking for. Yeah. Yeah, oh, maybe I'll I'll see if I can find the language. Uh yours would obviously be different, but I'll see if I can find the language of that ad that I wrote, like, years ago. Love that. <laughs> it was like, actually, I did this a few times. Once I was looking for a male submissive, and then once I was looking for a, a female submissive. Mm-hmm. And both times you found someone. That line. You know, you know what? I um, The female one was tough. Mm-hmm. Because As women... Uh, so I didn't end up finding somebody in one. I had one woman who we kind of, we were going to connect and then she just, it was like too much for her. And I was like, okay, but no, my theory, well, not even theory. I just know what I know is true is like, there aren't as many women scrolling around, like looking for connections like that, right? It's the same thing that happens on dating apps, you know? Or it's like men are there's like a bunch of men who are like, okay, I want to find somebody on here. And yet women have like a line of people that they're trying to swipe through. Yeah. It's just the same thing that happens. And so, so yeah, but it was a fun, it's like, uh, since then I've found plenty of women to dom, right. And it's not about the like, um, oh, specific thing had to happen in this way. It was just more the energy of oh I'm just going to be in the practice of putting the energy in the world and then it will just show up on the timeline that it's meant to in the way that it's meant to which may not be that way but right yeah Yeah, totally I'm meeting up with a woman this week actually in a couple days um and we're in a conversation I have never met her I met her on field and we're just like gonna have a little you know we're gonna meet feel the energy and like you know, had a few conversations about DS play and we'll just see, you know, but it's like, this was years ago, I think at this point that I like regionally posted that. So mm-hmm. you don't know, you know, it's like, it's just moving the energy of it. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I can feel that that's like the next resonant thing for me. It's just owning it in that way of going yeah. to meetups or making this ad and, because I've noticed also I'm an excellent manifester. As soon as I really put something into the world, it pops up somehow in my world. Yeah. And so just, yeah, like I can feel that this is an resonant thing. Like how can I really own this desire? Mm-hmm. What would it look like for me to fully own
0: this desire? Oh my gosh. Okay. This is just, I'm just loving every part of this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for, um, yeah. For just like naming your desire with me and just being open to this conversation. You know, this is just so, uh, this is so fun. And I think this like journey, there's like a lot of richness here um, mm-hmm. for you. um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really grateful. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Thank you. And I'm grateful that you for the journey you've been on to have this experience and be able to, hold me and support me and love me and your willingness here, um, in this spot, because I know it would feel very different if I didn't have someone in my life that had the same that I can feel comfortable opening up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's my pleasure. I know it's, it's, it's quite vulnerable and yeah, I'm like, I get so many questions about this, but like, you know, in the DMs, you know, yeah. and, uh, so uh, this, I just feel like a lot of women are going to get a lot of just gold nuggets from this conversation. So thank you for being the one that's like willing to stick your neck out. <laughs> Pleasure. Always. Amazing. <laughs> um, well, as we start to wrap up, is there anything you want to share about what you have, go- have going on in your coaching? Um. Or, yeah, any events, anything you want people to know about?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I have an in-person um, experience one-day course that I'm creating. That's going to be on January 28th in L.A. called Sex and Sexuality. Oh, my God. I've been to everyone, and I'm really excited to just, you know, it's the it's the education that you never knew that you needed.
0: Oh, my God. This is so good in the world. I'm very excited for that.
1: And also just continuing to offer one-on-one coaching to anyone who's looking for breakthroughs in their sex, intimacy, expression, all of it.
0: Amazing. We'll make sure that we uh, put all your info um, in the show notes. Perfect. Thank you. So much, my friend. (laughs) pleasure. Thank you. Of course. All right. See you all next time. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you got something from this episode, please share it with someone in your life and pop on over to iTunes to give us a five-star review. I'm so committed to more people custom creating their sex, relationships, and lives from desire. And this podcast is a big part of that. If you have ideas for the show or want to learn more about working with me as a coach, head on over to my Instagram at Kaylin McDuff or my website, KaylinMcDuff.com. See you next time.